Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 188 to the podcast. Gang's all here today. Today we will be talking. We're going to talk a little bit about NFL last week. Then we haven't done this in a handful of weeks. We're going to do NFL contenders and pretenders. We're going to talk about the New Year's bowl game. So starting the day before New Year's uh, on. So the more important ones. And then we are going to do... I believe this is what we had landed on, a Christmas movie characters draft. We had to give me some more options because I, as we talked about last week, I'm not a big, I don't watch a ton of, a ton of movies unless it's Marvel. And so I don't even have mine really listed. So it's going to be, it's literally going to be off the dome. It's going to be, oh. so I'm, I'm, I'm halfway off the dome again. I had to go with what I, I have a handful that I'd like, not even a handful, less than a handful. And then the rest are going to be off the dome. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, um, last week, NFL. Oh, before we get in NFL, bowl game picks been on fire. Check those every morning of bowl games. So on Twitter, on Twitter, Twitter. And if you see our, t- our TikTok account every once in a while maybe you'll find that one um nfl uh i guess the first thing we can cover is the the absolute meltdown of the indianapolis Colts on saturday record, uh, record was broken it was record matt ryan's been on the wrong side of history twice now but can you blame I mean, him for that dude I mean, if you look at the box score i mean the defense scored twice i mean the offense the colts didn't really do much on offense at some point, the Colts' defense has to be to blame. They let up a million points in the second half. 39 points in what, <laughs> 18 minutes? I will admit, I didn't watch a single second of that. I was at a family christening on Saturday. But I believe probably part of that's got to fall on the defensive coordinator. We talk about it all the time. You start to play a pre-event. You get a little soft. Um, I mean, you see it all the time. We saw it Saturday night against Miami right before the half. Miami had third and 17. They played soft and – you know, I mean, I just feel like some of it's got to fall. It's mostly the defense, though. But, yeah, because the offense is probably on cruise control just trying to maintain a lead. Yeah. I do got to say, um, was that even the worst loss of the weekend? And I'm being honest. Was, I say that even the I, worst th- loss I the think weekend? there's recency bias in another one we're going to talk about here in a second. But that is the worst. If you literally – I mean, you let up an NFL record of the largest comeback ever. I just, I did given given the circumstances, the Colts had nothing to play for. The other one we're talking about, the Patriots. I'm assuming um, they literally might have just fucked themselves out of playoff spot. Yeah, no, I, I feel like circumstantial is probably but, a worse loss. But as far as just like actual game flow and just the game itself, if you blow a 33 point lead in any given way, shape, or form, my, that's that's my bad. thing. Is they blew a 33 point lead? We're all forgetting that. The, it's not like the Patriots are winning. They very well could have lost in overtime. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not like they were winning and blew the game away. 
Yeah. Like, and that also, play was just ridiculous. I, I love the way that the game ended, and I love that the Patriots yeah. lost. Just fuck the you Patriots. Take your computer and shove it up your ass if you but, say that. <laughs> but was, was he in bounds? Oh, that catch? On absolutely the, not. On that catch. I didn't think so. I'm like, and I love that they called it in bounds. That was but there's no way that his foot was in bounds. That's a that horrible catch. Call. That or the catch. Raiders touchdown catch that tied it up. His half of his foot was out of bounds, and they reviewed it and still upheld it. it. Was, I think it was Matt so Collins. I was like, I caught it. Yeah, it was my comments. I was watching it. I was watching it out of the corner of my eye because I was like doing some shit on Sunday around the house. But and I saw it. Admittedly, I missed the play that won in the game. I like looked away for half a second, looked back up, and it was a fucking touchdown. But <laughs> I, dude, I nothing. I mean, that was. I love seeing Mac Jones getting his fucking face mask shoved into the ground like that. And Jacoby Myers. I mean, like I when I look back, I was like, "What are you doing?" I looked. I looked away, and I looked back, and I said. What, what are we doing here? Like the game was tied. Go to overtime. There's nobody like there's nobody why, back there but Mac Jones. And yeah, that throw was after, terrible. After the game, and he was like, Yeah, I knew it was tied. And I'm like, okay, well, if you know it was tied, then why did you even try that? Like I you know, I know in the moment, like that split second, like you're not it's hard to make that decision, I guess, like right then and there. But I think that as a professional football player. Or really anybody, you don't have to make that decision because your first instinct should just be go down, go out of bounds, go to overtime. It shouldn't be well, for, who's next. Like, I mean, and you also have to partly blame Ramondre Stevenson for even starting for doing it in the first the, place. The yeah. lateral, like you should use run out of bounds, you go to overtime, you play for it. Yep. I'm glad they lost. It's it was great. It's great for the Dolphins. I mean, for the for the playoffs and everything like that. But and I had bet on the Raiders, but I mean that is probably to me one of the most insane ways. Like next to the Miami Miracle a few years ago, like I can't remember a, a game that ended like that that was so insane. Yeah, and Patriots were on on the wrong side of both of those, so that's hilarious too. <laughs> yeah, and also not even not, we're not even done with horrible games of that weekend. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> love it. Trevor Trevor Lawrence is playing on another level right now. He Down really is. He's scary. To 10 and came back. And then also though, can we like Trevor Lawrence should get eighty percent of the credit for winning that game? But can we also talk about Dak's fucking meltdown in the fourth quarter and overtime to lose them that game? Fucking pick after pick, game ceiling picks. That inter- first of all, that interception was not his fault. That interception was Noah Brown's fault. That's got to be caught one thousand times out of a thousand. Rolled off. Well, well the one that yeah, the arms. one that lost them the game. Absolutely, yeah, but. Dak also, there were a couple picks, the things that he did towards the end there that also just weren't great. But yes, I, I saw do agree a stat. That I saw a stat at the end of that game um, where he like he's been like historically bad in the fourth quarter this year. He could have just stopped that. He didn't well, he's got, the and also, quarter. So he's got uh, <laughs> nine, I think it's nine or ten now interceptions in his last five games. He's averaging two interceptions. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. The last five games, he's had like ten interceptions. The last five games, which is bad. I mean, and you're. It's like I thought the Cowboys' offense was just weird all year. I mean, you have these. You have a superstar wide receiver and two really, really good running backs, and it just seems like they can't find an identity. They're either if you stop, if you figure out how to stop the run game, or any team against any team that's good against the run, they don't stand a chance. And their offensive line isn't what it was, you know, back in the day. So Dak doesn't have all the time in the world to pass the ball. Like they they allow a pass rush, like it happens. 
and Jacksonville admittedly brought it on Sunday. Here I have two hot takes here. One, I think Jacksonville is going to end up winning that division. The Titans have looked horrible lately. They can't win a fucking game. Ryan Tannehill's terrible. What kind of a bitch gets carted off on a cart and then comes back and in the game? Like I thought he had like blown his knee out again. I'm like, oh, it sucks hey. for him. I saw him back in the game. Like what the hell? Like Lamar Jackson. Maybe he just had to poop. Maybe. And then secondly, <laughs> Dallas is going to go. They're going to get the five seed because I don't think either team below them is going to catch him. But they're going to go to Tampa Bay and lose in the first round of the playoffs. There's no NFC East team that's going to make the NFC Championship. Book. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I I, I can see if the, if the Eagles do, it's because they have to win what one game. They won't. No one. Neither. No one in the I, NFC East will make the Super Bowl. I got. I got. I got. I got I, go ahead. Who, I'll, real I'll fast. You. Who's coming out of the NFC? Probably Lit, lit, Doc, Brock Purdy is not. We talked about this a couple weeks Brock, ago. Brock Purdy doesn't have to be Superman. Like that team is good enough to where you or I can well, be inserted out. So here's here's the thing that I've he seen in the playoffs I've read is that Kyle Shanahan's offense works really well for mediocre quarterbacks because they don't throw the ball downfield. But I do agree with you, Travis. And when you get to the playoffs, if you've got a seventh round rookie quarterback who's played four or five NFL games, he's not He's not going to be – I mean, at least I don't think, and he could prove us wrong, but he's not going to be that guy that even if he has to just do the basic things right, where he'll be able to stand in there. I mean, he's an Iowa State product, for one. Like, it's not like he's been in any sort of big game, probably in his <laughs> career. Um, and then you're coming in, you've you've played less than half a season, and now you got to lead a team to the Super Bowl? I mean, dude, you guys are gonna call me crazy. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of teams like, you know, Philly's obviously. If if you, I mean, it's gonna sound cliche. Philly is. We're kind of dipping into contenders, pretenders territory right here now. But uh, as well, <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess we can go ahead and lead on into that. Might as well. So go for it. so let, let's let's go for it. Let's just run through some teams right now. Because um, what I was gonna say is, you look at the NFC like. Right now, if you're going to pick the favorite, it's going to sound cliche. It's going to be Philly. Just start with the NFC. Yeah, we'll just talk about the NFC first. Philly. I mean, Philly, in terms of contenders, like what's defined? What is a contender and what is a pretender? Because a pretender would be someone who is going to – that is playoff like – like playoff likely. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But they don't seem to do shit. And the contender is what? Yeah. What do we say as contender? Somebody who can make Can win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl or, or actually, I think, like make I think a you run. have to go make, a run. make the Super Bowl. Yeah, like make a run because if they can, if they can be a threat to win the Super Bowl, yeah, if it's if they're a threat because if that's they can win the Super Bowl, really, I've only got like two, maybe three teams. Like right, the, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking make, like make a run, like make a run to like the championship game, like yeah. you know, like, like Cincinnati last year, like you know, like yeah. something like that. Um, okay, so I guess we'll start with, I mean, obviously, Philly's a contender, um, because they're the one team in the NFC. Let's just go. We'll start at the bottom. We'll start at like the six and eighteen, the Green Bay Packers. No. Um, 
they're not a contender in terms of making a run at the Super Bowl. So if that's our, if that's our, uh, we're just starting low. So criteria. everyone can agree there. Yeah. All right. That's cool. our criteria. I will not say though, that I think there's a very real path that they make the playoffs with all those teams in the seven, eight, nine spot that have been just folding as a, but they're, but they're not, they're not a they're not Super Bowl threat. So they're not a pretender, no. but not a contender, not labeling them anything. Yeah, okay. No. Uh, yeah. how about the Detroit was- Lions? Contender. I I I might have to label them as a contender because they've yep, been contender. playing. I think they're and now and now starting to figure it out on both sides of the ball. Like they no. their offense was what was carrying them, but now their defense has stepped up the last couple of games. And Here's my thing. I when think I, they're pretenders. I, I, they they have no idea what they're doing when they have to run the ball. They if when when times get tough, their offense is going to crack like a peanut. So here's my and thing. We saw that this past if, weekend. If they were in the but they played a Jets team who were who were technically a playoff team. Like before they lost on Sunday, they were a playoff team. Um whether sure. you want to how with however you want to slice it. Hey, I don't <laughs> don't make the standings. Here. You know, I'm just kind So here's my thing. If we're gonna look at the <clears> NFC, <throat> I was gonna say this next to the Philadelphia Eagles, if you run top to bottom, I guess I'll lump the Cowboys in there. Fine. But next to the Eagles and the Cowboys, I don't see another team that's currently in the NFC playoff picture where I would label a true contender. We're kind of spoiling us. I'm not. Here. I'm, a, I'm, I, gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna stop you right there. The Cowboys are not a contender for me. They almost lost to the Houston Texans and they just lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. If, okay. if you can't in back to back weeks win one of those two, or but but you could say so. So in hindsight, now we're just we're just gonna bounce all over the place. The Kansas City Chiefs aren't contenders because they almost lost to Houston Texans and they lost yeah. to the Indianapolis Colts. Let's stay in the NFC. We'll go to the NFC <laughs> but I'm just going with my right. argument. I'm, argument sake. I'm just I'm looking at a te- I'm looking at a, at a complete team, a team that's hot. You know, teams started out one and six, now they're seven and seven. Like they're they're a hot team. I think the Lions are contenders. Like if if I that's a team you don't want to play in the playoffs. That's the only reason the only reason that I'd label the Lions as a contender and the reason that I did is because it seems like one of those destiny teams to where if they make the playoffs, they're going to do something. I, like, they're, I don't think they're going to bounce out first round because if they make the seventh seed, they probably get to play the Vikings, most likely. And I think that's a team that they can whoop up on. I really do. And so you jump, suddenly they're in the divisional round. They play, what, the winner of maybe not no, even the Bucks, if, but if they were If they were the seventh seed, it's the way it works. Oh, do they go by lowest in the NFL? Top. Yeah, I didn't. For some reason, I did not either. Didn't know that, or just so they would have to go. They would have to go to Philly. But again, I think it's a matchup that we think we've talked about Philly. Hey, I do have to say something. Jesse Kane, uh, followed me on Twitter last week because this is a podcast. Started messaging you. (laughs) He told us, and he was like, "Hey, Uh, admittedly, and I will say this, I really hadn't paid attention much to him. I watched the game, like watched a lot of the highlights in the game last week. Jalen Hurts made some fucking amazing. They played the Bears." It's a bummer he got hurt. It's a bummer he got hurt. I will say that because his MVP. You the game you watch, you should take with a grain of salt. I so I have to say one thing. If there's anything that you can take away from Jesse Kane, it's that it, he is passionate about his team. Oh, very. I will, I will say that <laughs> he will defend his team till the fucking ends of the earth, and that's all. I'll just leave it at that because a lot of people listening probably don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, they, uh, I'm not saying they're a bad team, but uh, I mean, I all obviously they're contenders. Uh, so the, so you, you, you just flip flopped. You said they're pretenders, not they're contenders, the Lions. Oh, no, no, I thought you were talking about the Eagles. No, we're still, he was on the Eagles. 
Okay. Oh, the lion, the lions. I still think they're pretenders. I'm not so, saying that that they can't win a playoff game, but if they do, that's all they'll make it. I don't think they can. Right. I don't think they can make a run. All right. So with no with no explanation, these next few teams, I just want you to say contender or pretender, and we'll leave it at that. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Contender. Panthers. I guess that, I guess that actually that answers the rest of my question. So everybody else in the NFC South then is pretenders. Because if yes. the Bucks are contenders, nobody else is making it. Okay. That was easy enough. I was you, just going to run you, the NFC No, South. no. I, you really think the Bucks? I mean, I grant it, you can't, can't count Tom Brady off. That's the only reason. That's the only yeah. reason. That but, roster, so, the roster they have should not be as bad as they are. So their their last three games, too, are very winnable, but also could be trap games because two of them are against divisional opponents that are literally right behind them in the standing. So they have to play the Cardinals, winnable game, the Falcons w. with Desmond Ritter, winnable game, w. and then the Panthers. The sorry, the Panthers, yeah, which Sam Darnold's played well, but I agree. Like, they, they could finish the season 3-0. They're, they, if they, they might drop one, but they're going to win the division at 8-9. At I mean, and then they're going to draw, like I said, they're going to draw the Cowboys first round. They're going to beat the Cowboys because I think the way that matchup is very bad for the Cowboys. The Bucks have a very, very good run defense. The Cowboys really can't do a whole lot in the past game we just talked about. And I think the Bucks can expose that defense. I mean, the fucking Jaguars hung 40 on, 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 on Sunday. I can't imagine what – if the Bucks would stick to the run consistently, I think they would be a lot better. But they kind of tend to go away from that, and Tom Brady makes some dumb, some dumb mistakes this year, or has. I mean, they should have won that game on Sunday. They got complacent, and they turned the ball over four to five times inside their own 40. That's literally what lost them the game uh, and likely might have lost me my championship matchup or my fantasy matchup with Jarrett. Head into this week, because Joe Burrow he's, he's down by he's points. down by three points. I should have been up by twenty five if the Bucks didn't do that, because Joe Burrow ended up being okay, going I'm stupid. Out. Uh, but out. either way, all right, Ethan, keep rattling them off. All right, so we're gonna jump down to. I mean, we talked about the 49ers already. I feel like I don't think there's much else that needs to be said. You can call them a pretender or a contender. I think they're a very good football team that is missing one key piece. And it's I'm gonna the put them. Team. I'm gonna put them right in the middle. So, um, <clears throat> the fucking Seattle Seahawks, baby. Pretender, <laughs> pretender, pretender. Yeah, that was an easy one for me. Um, yeah. That's really it in the NFC. Oh, the Vikings. Sorry, Minnesota Vikings. Commander, Commanders, and the Giants. I forgot about them to be honest. I was the gonna Vikings. Like I was gonna blow them off, but I forgot about them. I'll <laughs> put the Vikings. Pretenders. I'll put the Vikings as contenders just because. There's not too many offenses that are going to be able to hang with them if if they're rolling, bro. They they the amount of games I've seen them win this year, games that that they could easily be a fucking a fucking three four win team right now. Like, As could the 49ers. I think though that that's why you have to put them at contenders is because they could be a three to four win team, but they have won all of the close games. And if you can win close games when you get to the playoffs. I mean, we just saw what they did against the Colts. Even when they're down, they're not out. And I'm pretty I'm sure I've seen like Vikings either, but I've seen like four to five Eagles games within the last six to seven weeks that are like a one-score game in the middle of the fourth quarter to teams that should not be a one-score game. So this is why it comes like, out I to be when you got to win games. I think I said six weeks ago I'd want to I'd place a large wager on the winner of the Super Bowl to be the be an AFC team because no oh, one absolutely. is winning. Um. Okay, cool. Let's jump over to the AFC. So AFC, I'll kind of, I'll kind of take take the lead here. Well, let's just real go. fast. Go ahead. Giants, Pretenders, Commanders. Contenders, They're all Pretenders. All Pretenders. All pretenders. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they easy suck. enough. 
right, AFC. Um, so AFC. So let's go AFC. So I'm going to go different. What's because AFC? I feel like we can kind of look at the AFC, and I think you can look at probably six to eight teams. I say eight because you're looking at the Jets, and maybe nine if you want to lump in the Jaguars. So let's go ahead and start there. Um, Jaguars. What do we think then? Because uh, obviously they're not going to make a wild card. They're not going to win a wild card spot. They have to win that division. So if they were to make the playoffs, somehow, somehow sneak in. Are they contenders or pretenders? Well, I'll I'll stop you really fast. They could make a wild card spot. It would take like you got to think they're you got a six and a seven seed that are both eight and six, and they're six and eight. So they could take a wild card spot. It would take. Literally go ahead. Go ahead and look at those two play. team schedules. No, I, I, I hear what you're right. saying. I'm just saying it's not mathematically they could. Yeah, mathematically yeah. it's possible. I will also say that we're also forgetting that technically the Raiders can make the playoffs, the Steelers can make the playoffs, the Browns can make the playoffs, and the Colts can still make the playoffs. I'm not are talking we just about calling them all teams. pretenders. Yeah, they're not going to. Neither of those teams yeah. are going to make it. I mean, if you look at if you look at the Chargers and the Dolphins' schedules, they they will not lose enough games for those those teams to sink to a wild card spot. The reason why I lumped the Jaguars in because they are a game behind the Titans and they hold the tiebreaker and I believe they play them again. You want to so I don't know. Crazy, lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down... The likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Real fast. Titans lose out and the Jaguars lose two of their last three, the one win being against the Titans, and the Colts win out, Colts win that division. I saw that today in a TikTok. Regardless, uh, I I honestly think that the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm not – it's just depending on how you want to label a contender because I do think they could make some noise, and I don't know if I would want to play them in the playoffs uh, if they do make the playoffs. Their offense, they're playing – with a purpose. If you watch that game on Sunday, they were they were playing some inspiring football. I will say that. I will say, as a Dolphins fan, who they could the Dolphins could still easily get the five seed in the in the AFC playoffs. If you're telling me who would I rather play, the Titans or the Jaguars, because the four seed is going to be the AFC South winner, I want to play the Titans ten times out of ten and twice on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I don't want to touch the Jaguars at all. No, so I think the Jaguars they can make some noise if they draw the right matchup in the first round, then they'd go on to play probably Buffalo or Kansas City or sorry probably Kansas City or Cincy in the second in the, in the divisional round, which I think those are winnable games. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go and label call me crazy. I'm gonna label the Jaguars a, a contender if they can get in. The way they're playing right now, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna deny that some of these teams could be contenders, and I do like the way the Jags have been playing football. 
the only reason I'm going to say this, and it's going to be very simplistic, but because of how good the AFC is, everybody that's not currently in a playoff spot, I don't see as contenders. Because I think everybody that is in a playoff spot right now has every capability of making a big run except maybe the Chargers. And I, I still do like Justin Herbert and the Chargers a lot. I know Travis feels otherwise. Oh, um, <laughs> just wait. Wait a but, second. Uh, but I that's the only reason I can't label them as contenders is because of how good the AFC is. And I think six out of seven or all seven of those teams that are in playoff spots right now are contenders. That's where yeah, I'm at. I, I agree with that's that. Fair. So. That Raiders so game, though, was like their turning point. Since then, they've won four of six with losses at the Chiefs and at the Lions. Except I'm actually dumb because I forgot that the Titans currently hold the playoff spot outside yeah. of the Titans. And that maybe and is why the Jags can sneak in. But we'll, 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 we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about those because I think there's actually two teams that are currently hold the playoff spot in the AFC. Three teams, actually. I think there's four teams that hold the playoff spot in the AFC that are contenders the rest are not. Um, we'll talk about go the two teams that are like right there on the outside looking in right now. They're both sitting at seven and seven. Uh, the Pats and the Jets will lump them both together. Contenders or pretenders? I think this is the easy one. They're both pretenders. Pretender. Uh, we know. <clears throat> I've been saying this for weeks that the Jets are just they're playing way above what they're supposed to be. Look, they've lost four of their last five games. Um, they face the Jaguars, the Sea at the Seahawks, at the Dolphins. They could very well finish seven and ten. Uh, I think at best they win one more game. Yeah. What about the Pats? I think the Pats they have well, – I don't know who they have this week, but they have us and then I think another – I think the Bills. They go uh, Bengals, Dolphins, Bengals, Bills. Bills, yeah. <clears throat> so another team um, that could finish – that could at most finish eight and nine. Eight, yeah. Well, and I was, about to, I was about to say I'll go one further. Talk about teams that playing, I think, way above – where they should be. I know a lot of people were higher on the Patriots this year. I was not. Um, and I'm, I am surprised that they're even sitting at seven, seven. So like props to them for playing better than I anticipated, but I don't see them making any noise down the stretch whatsoever. I think it's time for, and this is like totally unreal. I think it's time for Bill Belichick to hang them up that they've made some mistakes too. That's totally un Bill Belichick, like two on Sunday that I saw one was obviously the fucking lateral play. That would have never happen another Bill, another Bill Belichick team into the, the block punt. Like no one did their job on that block punt. And it was just terrible. Um, so we will jump into what is I, I hate to say this right now, but the Dolphins are now the seven seed in the AFC. Um, I, let's go ahead and go with an unbiased opinion first. No. They've lost three in a row. They lost three in a row. Travis is saying they're not contenders. Ethan, I want to know your opinion. Um, I think because of how high powered their offense can be and what we've seen. I'm going to still label them as contenders. I know as fans, like you guys have one, probably watched more games. You've watched the offense and kind of what it's trajected towards. Cause I've heard a lot of talk. I listen to a lot of sports talk. Um, and I've heard a lot of talk about how like, you know, two has been slipping and he looks kind of like what he did last year recently. And the defense hasn't played up to its expectations with Bradley Chubb and some of the other additions that they've made. But I think they still have all the weapons there, and I think that's the one reason I have to label them as pretenders because if they find their footing, pretenders or contenders, you said pretenders. Oh, contenders. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're I mean, just because of the talent that they have, and that's the only reason. Right now, they haven't been playing like a contender. I will agree with you there. I like you can't argue that any way, shape, or form. I want to, I want to jump in on but, that because they had two bad weeks against the Niners and and, and the Chargers. Last week against the Bills, I don't know how you can watch that game and not think they're contenders. No, they played well. Yeah, 
they could literally they literally went to an environment where they'd never played what played well at in Buffalo in the cold weather. It started fucking snowing, and they had a chance to win the game. Like I know I'm not I'm not one for consolation prizes or you know pats on the back, but I mean this I was, is a, I was it's another it's another one of those teams though like the Vikings. They barely squeaked out wins against the Bears, against the but you, Lions. You, but you, but you labeled the Vikings as a contender, so that's why. I don't, that's why I. I Their offense is more consistent. Tua, I, I don't think Tua can win a playoff game, uh, and this defense. I would is take. I would brutal. take. I would take two over Kirk Cousins every day of the week. Mm. Guys, that's a tough on. one for me. I think Guys, they're. I think they're. I think they're close. But I'm, I mean, Kirk's, I'm gonna take the Kirk's experience. a good quarterback when he's not no, playing he's at not. 7 p.m. on a Sunday or Monday. Kirk Cousins Either way, is a horrendous is a Either way, um, the defense is awful. I think the coaching uh, of the Miami Dolphins does not put them in the, the position to win a playoff game. Mike McDaniel is not a good head football coach. He might learn to become one, but right now he is a god-awful one. He's a rookie. I mean, he, he made he's made some bad situational football decisions. I'm going to label them as a contender, just like Ethan said, because of the talent. Because I think if they like that that game on Saturday, if they could play the last three games of the season, like they played that game on Saturday offensively, I think they win every single one of those one of those games by by ten plus points. Um, and they go into the playoffs hot, and that's that's all it takes. But coach defense are obviously a, a big concern. So. Well, because I, I, I don't, there's of, of the other teams in the playoffs, like I don't, there's only three others that I think are contenders besides them. Bradley Chubb and Byron Jones should be in prison for robbery. Byron Jones, especially. This Bradley Chubb's playing fucking. Bradley Chubb, Chubb is playing like a high school defensive end. Speaking of robbery, he, he's, 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 yeah, we can talk about it more. But it's just, <laughs> he's just. Doing everything a defensive end should not be doing, and Jalen Phillips is doing the exact opposite. Jalen Phillips is covering his ass hardcore. So anyway, that's the Miami Dolphins. We'll talk. We'll jump to the six seed, the LA Chargers. Ethan, I know you. Th- you've already said they're a contender because I. I did sure. not. I said oh. I still really like the Chargers, but I think they're a pretender because they haven't. <laughs> okay. They they just, just wait. Yeah, they just haven't so played gonna, like they. It's my time. Let me unleash. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're a pretender as well, and Travis has a lot of stats to back it up. So I'll, I'll let Travis go. <laughs> I'm gonna grab another beer while while you talk. Are you gonna be listening? Yep, in okay. my ear. Right All right. So everyone is talking about now how Justin Herbert is so good, yada yada yada, because he led the Chargers down to a game-winning field goal drive. He made so many good passes. He has such good arm strength. Blow me. All right. He has 4,000 yards this year, and that's another reason why everyone's sucking him off. So he is second in uh, the NFL in passing yards. However, he has the 20, he only has 21 passing touchdowns. You can you can back it up with saying that they run the ball at the goal line. I don't care. I'm not buying that shit. He has 21 touchdowns, the second most yards after catch next to the Chiefs, but Patrick Mahomes if you want to make that argument, it has way more passing yards on less percentage of passing attempts per snap, yada, yada. So he's second most in yards after catch. He is 26th in the league in yards per attempt. So literally the check down king. Um, above the people who are behind him in yards per attempt are people like Tom Brady, who's had an awful year, Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, um, Davis Mills, Carson Wentz, people who aren't relevant at all. Uh, in the past three games, he has 1,015 yards, which you think would be great, 
No. And those three games, two touchdowns, two picks. He has 140 passing attempts in those games combined. He has literally been set up to throw for as many yards as possible and cannot put the ball in the end zone. They are throwing the ball on 71% of plays. 71%, which has got to be the most in the NFL. That's insane. I mean, whenever Travis was going, he was he was saying a bunch of other ones out there too. But one that really struck me is average yards per attempt, average air yards per attempt being 26. I mean, in the comparison, like, and I told Travis, like, the way Herbert played on Sunday, he should have lost the game. He chucked one up to Mike Williams at the end of the game to, like, get in the field goal range to win the game. But the way he played on Sunday, if two would have played like that, Two would have been fucking drugged through the mud on social media. He would have never lived it down. He's playing like no shit touchdowns and two picks, and you're gonna go off and say he did so good. Yeah, so that's my only thing with with, with the Chargers. Uh, Travis it was more about Justin Herbert, but the Chargers, I think, are the most fraudulent team. I really wish the Dolphins would have came with the game plan that game on Saturday against the Bills to the Chargers last week because I think would have fucking steamrolled them. But I just don't see this team winning a playoff game at all, especially since they're the sixth seed. You're probably going to have to go to Cincinnati. Good fucking luck. So what What I was saying about yards per attempt, he's 26. The other good stat I had that you had mentioned something about, he is 29th in yards per completion. Yeah. So even worse. Pathetic. pathetic. Well, he doesn't even so, complete those passes. That he's throwing six yards. Yeah. So yep. uh, Chargers, Pretenders, this the five seed, I don't think they'll end at the five seed at all. The Ravens, Pretenders all the way. Easy. I agree. Will they get Lamar Jackson back? Not that it changes my opinion doesn't, on whether or not the pretenders are contenders, but do it, they get him maybe, back? Maybe. Maybe. It doesn't matter. Since when did Tyler Huntley change his name to fucking Snoop, by the way? When when is that a thing? He's Snoop Huntley? Yeah. I did not know that. I've seen I've seen Ian Rappaport call him that numerous times. I don't know if Lamar Jackson will come back. Let me look that up real quick. I, I, I just don't – I think – I read an article the other day, like that offense was broken before Lamar Jackson got hurt. Um, it was. They have nobody. Their uh, their period to win was it, it expired last year. Yeah, I do think Lamar so. Jackson injury. Let's see what this says. Uh, While Jarrett looks that up, um, I've seen a lot of rumors, and not that it's it's probably all just like fan theory speculation. That Lamar Jackson is going to be in Minnesota next year. Does that make them better or worse? I think it makes. I, I would. It makes. I don't know if it makes them necessarily worse, but definitely Diminish doesn't make just, them better. Diminishes Justin Jefferson's fantasy fantasy uh, production. All the, yeah, all the receivers. I would not want that for them. Yeah. It yeah. Just, so anyway, Lamar Jackson was not at the open portion of practice today. Still dealing with a knee injury, so they're being very very hush hush about it but still you got three weeks left man i mean they're like and ethan's talking like they're in a spot if they lose out and the in the some the jaguars went out and end up at nine and eight like you're looking at two nine and eight teams like i don't, I don't know who would get in there but that's interesting so yeah the ravens are obviously pretenders we all know that we've already talked about the titans titans are pretenders but they can't run the ball brian Tannehill's not going to take you anywhere jumping into i think we can all label these last three teams as contenders no Bengals, yeah. Bills, yeah. and Chiefs. I don't know how you don't. I think we can. Of of the of the three, I think the the Bengals are the least scary to me. Yeah. Well, I think it's similar yeah. to last year, man. They like they last year made it to the Super Bowl, like impressive, 
but they weren't a very good team all year long. Like the worst they version and wins. If you take at least if you take these three teams and you're like, oh, like what is how bad is the worst version of each of these teams? The worst version of the Bengals is worse than the other two. In yeah. my mind. I don't know, man. I watched the Chiefs team almost lost to the fucking Texans on Sunday. But you so. know what they can do. And they got lucky. Man, I really wish they lost that game. Um <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they're they're all contenders. All three of those are contenders easily. But this is why I think and really the NFL is amazing this year. Because if I think if any it's team a toss up for anyone. If any any if uh, there's gonna be 14 teams make the playoffs, and this is gonna be the first year in a long time, maybe save for like two or three teams, where I could be like, man. Every single fucking team has a shot to, to, to do the damn thing this year. Get a, get a ticket to the dance. If you're a fan of a team and your team has a ticket to the dance, just be thankful because that's all you need this year. Um, Real fast, take out Miami and take out the Packers in this equation. Two teams you'd want to see in the Super Bowl, who would they be? Can't pick your own team. Mm, that's tough in the AFC because I, I hate them all. Seen, yeah, <laughs> I, was, I would – yeah, the Jags. I would like to see the Jags go. Jags um, and Lions. Lions. Boom. Lions. What a yeah. fucking Jags. Super Bowl that would yeah. be. I yeah, would the love People's that. Super Bowl. The People's <laughs> Super Bowl. That would be amazing. I don't know who I'd root for. Yeah, I don't either. I really I'd don't. The Jags. Eh, Honestly, I don't true. think I could make a better matchup, to be honest. I was no. looking through the two trying to decide who I'd pick. Yeah. Perfect. Give, me, give me Lions, Jags all day. Both and the sad thing is, people would probably listen to this. making the playoffs at eight and nine. <laughs> people listen to this and be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. But that is possible. It could happen. Yeah. Long shot. Out of the I, well, I, just, I just said literally any team that makes it to the playoffs has a shot this year. I mean, unless, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rule some teams out right now. Baltimore, Giants, Commanders. Any of those teams make the play? Those are the three teams like right now like of Titans. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I would say there's probably three. There'll, there'll probably be three teams that make the playoffs total that I would be like, eh, you don't stand a chance. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So that was Contenders Pretenders. That was fun. Um, <laughs> that was a long one. Um, so, yeah, there we have that. Let's talk about a little bit about – I know we covered all bowl games up until New Year's Eve, which looks like uh, we do, we're do. we doing good so far, like we've mentioned. We've won eight of our last eight Against this, not even, not even just picks against the spread. Um, Toledo's up by 14 right now, so that one's looking good as well. Let's move, but we're gonna skip on down to the 30th. And the reason why we're doing this, guys, is because I don't know, we didn't, we didn't mention at the top of the show, this is our last episode of the year. We always take that that week between Christmas and New Year's off, so last one of the year right here. So we're gonna, we're gonna close out with a bang and be back with you in 2023 with some playoff football, hopefully. So Exactly. So the 30th, the first game on the 30th is the Mayo Bowl, Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte. It is Maryland, NC State. Um, let me do a, let me do a little rundown for you guys, so I so you know who's not playing. We're gonna we're gonna run through all. There's a lot of games between the 30th and the first year. Do you not want to run through all of them? them? No, because I, I think we talked about all the ones besides the ones on New Year's Eve last. Because I, I gave up. I gave out my Ohio money line bet in the in the Barstool Bowl last last episode, which was which is on the thirtieth. You did. I will say though, since really fast, just since we're talking about it, and Travis is probably about to say this, so I apologize if I took this talking point. But Leary transferred to University of Kentucky officially, so he's not going to be playing. I know that. 
I knew he wasn't playing, but I didn't know he went to yeah. Kentucky. Which sucks. Fuck Kentucky. Um, but they're not gonna be any better. Anyways, but yeah, he's not playing. So Maryland's receiving core, uh, that combined two of their stars that combined for eighty seven yard catches and thousand yards this fall. They're opting out. Um they their one standout wide receiver will be playing. Um outside of that. I don't think their linebacker who's their fourth leading tackler and their corner who was honorable mention of all big 10 last or this past year was uh, what's the line are at? sitting what's out the line, the, the line Maryland right now is one. Yes. Maryland minus one. I'll take NC state money line. Even without all, their quarterback. So that's quarterbacks that's, that's out. Hilarious. That's yes, hilarious. That's hilarious. Quarterbacks yeah. out starting, uh, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Center will miss the game. Defensive end was shut down. Um, I don't. I probably won't bet on this game. If I'm just be honest, it sounds like a bunch of fucking douches who don't want to play. So I think I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Maryland just because they have Tua's brother who has been there for God knows how long and he's looked solid. I uh, got to go with a guy who's got starting experience over one who doesn't. I forgot Tua's brother was there. Yeah, that's true. I also just if you're missing your starting quarterback who really did a lot for you just to get to where you are if you're NC State. Um, that's going to be a big blow to them in general. I know Maryland's missing some pieces, but I'm also all in Maryland, and the fact that it's basically a pick is almost too good to pass up. So, Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, next game. This will actually be a good game that day uh, at 1 o'clock. UCLA and Pitt. UCLA's six-point favorite. Pitt, Keaton Slovis transferred. Uh, their backup quarterback QB two is out with a leg injury. Uh, so their QB three who did not attempt to pass this season is starting against UCLA who is missing just their defensive tackle. Yeah. Uh, UCLA minus six is the absolute hammer. That's a fucking, <laughs> yeah, you want to hear something even crazier? It's at minus four right now. Um, is this DTR's last game? I don't Probably. know. It was minus four. Yep. All right, there we go. UCLA minus four, the play there. Um, next game, another – I mean, these are all solid games that you might want to watch. Notre Dame and South Carolina. Notre Dame. I don't know anything else. I've watched South, South Carolina lost to Mizzou. That's, a, that's all I need to know. Okay, well, I know, you might want to listen. Clemson and Tennessee. So. You might want to listen because Notre Dame's Drew Pine, their quarterback, transferred to Arizona yep. State. Their QB2 yep. uh, is out. Their tight end, who declared for the draft, who is going to be a high draft pick, he is out. Uh, they have two wide receivers out. Um, Never mind. 
it's going to be it's going to be a rough go of it. Meanwhile, on South Carolina's side, you have a very hungry Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. What's the line at? Are they still dogs? They no, are dogs. Yes, Notre Dame minus uh, minus two. So I'm going South Carolina money line. Money line plus one fifteen. Yep. That's the play. And if it if it's even more convincing, Michael Mayer literally led their team in receiving yards this year yeah. as a tight end. He's dumb. Good. He's not playing. Yeah, him and the QB are out, so they're going to have a tough way of moving the ball. Jared, like this, why, why would you transfer a note from Notre Dame to Arizona State? I do. Good question. You want to go? Is Herm Edwards still at Arizona State? <laughs> no, he Warm got weather, fucking shit. You <laughs> want to do cocaine off a bunch of sorority girls' asses? I guess I don't. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. Can you blame him? I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, if you're listening, no, you're not. <laughs> no, yes, you are. I really can't either. Um, Jarrett liked this pick. I think we talked about it last week. Ohio, Wyoming. Ohio money lines a bet. Yeah, and you, 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 you want to rip it off to you again? Is- Wyoming dropped. Wyoming dropped two straight before um, Ohio's lost to Toledo in the MAC championship game. Um, Ohio had won seven in a row before they lost to Toledo, who's obviously looking good. They're winning right now. Um, and they put up 30 plus in all those games, but one, their quarterback is going to light it up. We said Rourke's not playing, right? Ohio's quarterback. I haven't heard anything from him, but I would imagine he's not playing. Okay. Well, if he does, he was, uh, he lit it up. But anyway, regardless, uh, Wyoming is 65th, the 65th worst passing defense in division one. Um, also not to mention Wyoming also allows 162 yards per game on the ground, which is 75th in the country in Ohio's running back. Bangura averaged four point seven yards per carry this year. So, do you know? Do you have it on top of you how many yards per game Ohio lets up on the ground? Uh, I do not. I just looked. I keyed in on how bad Wyoming was. Okay, cool. Well, I was just going to add to that because Wyoming doesn't have their first through fourth string running backs. That um, makes it even easier. Out, it was, it was, and their team money wide receivers out. So yeah, I like it. It was Ohio even money. I, I doubt. I doubt it's even money now. But Ethan. You're the you're the line guy. Sorry, it is uh, Ohio minus one. So I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, money line. Yeah. Uh, like all those, we might have some conflicting picks on these. Tennessee, Clemson. Uh, Clemson is minus six and a half. Obviously, Damn Tennessee. Hendon Hooker's out. Jalen Hyatt opted out. Cedric Tillman up like three. Two to three of their wide receivers opted out on the Tennessee side of things. Uh, Clemson, obviously, they get a lot of high high star recruits every year. So if you look at who's opting and transferring, it's going to be a good amount just because they just didn't get the playing time they wanted. Clemson's looking good with uh, that quarterback that came in in the last game. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Well, and I was going to say though is like, and I'm going to butcher his name, but like Ui Galele, he's gone. So and their backup looks a lot better. So. I mean, Club it's Nick. literally called U-I-A-G-A-L-E-L-E-I. 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 It's, I'm, like it's U-I-A-G-A-L-E-L-E-I. I don't care. That's what it <laughs> Where is. Where do these fucking Hawaiian dudes come from, bro? Like, seriously. Probably Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, like, going, I'm going Clemson minus six and a half. I am too. I'm hammering that, honestly. I just think, yeah, without Tennessee, without Hendon Hooker, is not the same team. Same team. And even with Hendon Hooker, I think they got lucky a few times. AKA Even without Bama. without Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt, who's going to be a high draft pick, and Fuck then Tennessee. 
I think that Clemson's better with their backup than they are with their starting quarterback. So, well, I think that well, their backup's going to have something to prove. He wants to be like he he wants to be put in that Heisman shortlist next year, so he's going to go out. Well, and he is out, the starter so. now because old DJ Young Galilee yeah, is gone. He wants like if here's like that's how they determine those like Heisman shortlist at the beginning of the year is like how good you do in these like games. So like if he's going to be the guy next year, he's going to want to go out and ball out. So I like to pick a lot. My uh, this might be this next pick. So that was all on the thirtieth. Now we're on New Year's Eve. This might be my one of my favorite picks of the Amarin. entire bowl game. Amarin. Mortgage. Bama minus three. Yep. Mortgage. Is Bryce Young and all those guys playing? Or are they all Bryce playing? Young said that he wants to play in this game. So yes. Fucking dude, this is going to be a slaughter. A slaughter. It, won't, it won't even be within fifteen points. I might bet it up and bet Bama like minus fifteen and a half or some all, shit. Alternate spread. Fucking <laughs> minus fourteen. Bama. There you go. Run it right. up, Turbo. <clears throat> We can all agree on that. Iowa, Kentucky, um, two Iowa. teams that literally have zero zero people. I don't even know what to do here. Under hammering right, the, the under. What hammering is it? it? Will Levis is got to be like thirty. Iowa has. I don't even care. I don't care if it's twenty five. It's gonna be like a ten to three game. Iowa has a really good defense, but no offense, and Kentucky's not gonna have an offense, and their defense doesn't matter because Iowa can't score. Thirty one. I'm hammering the under. <laughs> I don't care. I do not care. This game is not going to, it's going to be so boring to watch. If anything, bet Iowa money line because I don't, without Will mm-hmm. Levis, I don't know if Kentucky's going to do much. Tough. That's tough. That was my pick. That was um, my pick. But yeah, under is yeah, a good play. Yeah, I don't have, I don't know if I have a pick Ooh, on there. Right hey, now. I just, I just thought, thought of a good fucking bet in um, the Bama Kansas State game. What's the Bama team total over? I bet you it's lower because I think Kansas State has, has a good defense. The Bama team total over would be We're still 10 days third, away, is 29. Oh, wait, is Bama minus six and a half now? Yeah. Well, I'm still why. hammering. It's <laughs> like that all day. What's the, uh, what's the Bama team total over? So it would be 31. Oof, that's a little high. Never mind. All right, move on. All right, moving, moving on. on. Um, next game, TCU, Michigan. Here we go, college football playoff. Michigan, I believe the last joint, minus seven and a half over TCU. This is tough. You can buy it down to seven. I think it'd be a good bet. Like, I, yeah, if you want, TCU's I would take a really good football team, but I don't think they're Michigan level good football team. So. I know Jared's going to bet TCU. This is, take a, this, is not, this is not a tough bet. This is oh, I want to have his plus seven and a half, but I would buy it to seven. I'll take TCU. I think they play Michigan close. I also like the over actually in this game. You, you, you would you would buy it to seven, but you'd, you'd buy one down. down. Wait, wait, was was it at seven and a half? It's, yeah, it is seven and a half. Yeah. Oh yeah, TCU plus seven and a half then, and I also like the over fifty eight and a half. I'm on. I would buy. I would buy a whole point down. Michigan minus six and a half. I I do like the over. I think that's a good bet if you weren't if you were going to stay away from the spread because if you don't know what TCU team is going to show up or what Michigan team is going to show up for that matter, I think points are going to be scored. I think that's that's a given regardless. I I <clears throat> I, I just think that uh, TCU has gotten a little lucky. I know sometimes luck a little luck is all it takes. But against some very skillful defensive players, I'm kind of worried at the throws that Max Duggan's going to make. Here's my high pressure situation. Yeah, I think I think we always get two really really uh, of the two semifinal games. 
We usually get one good one and one shitty one. It could be good, and 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 Michigan could cover. Yeah, maybe. I don't think I don't think this is gonna be a shitty one. I think the next I, one's gonna be. I will one. say, I think having what has it been now? It'll be almost three weeks to prepare for this game. Rest as well could could help TCU, um, but at the same time, it helps Michigan. So, I yeah, it's a, it's a tough mean, one. I would. I'm. I'm going to stick with TCU plus seven and a half. That's my pick. I will not. I will not bet on Michigan. I will not bet on the hardball. I'm not going to. Here's, here's what you do. You bet them plus seven and a half. Travis and I will bet it down to minus six and a half. And win by seven, seven, we all win. <laughs> Boom. We all win. Um. All right. Next game. I don't. I think this should be a consensus pick. Georgia minus Cock six and a half. Cockhammer. I don't even know how it's that close. Cock Georgia hammer. has just looked. Mm-hmm. Dominant. It's and Ohio State hasn't really impressed me this year. I don't like, know. Just looking at what Georgia did against LSU, and the thing I love about betting Georgia on uh, spreads, where it's like Meemaw's not coming in the back door. Kirby Smart gets so fucking pissed when the defense starts letting up garbage time points. Like you get yeah. your ass reamed if you're letting up also, garbage time points. Can we, can we just talk really fast about how this is a home game for Georgia? Oh, and not like, to mention Stetson Bennett. In Atlanta, is nuke, nuclear. Yeah, nuclear. I'm not kidding. Look up the stats. No, see, he, goes, he went. He, he went nuts. He went off in the SC championship game. I mean, off. Not the and the last year and the last year's play at college football playoff. Like every time he plays in that in that stadium, he goes bananas. Yeah, I mean, U, UGA minus six and a half is the absolute fucking just whale smackdown play. I mean, there's <clears> honestly. A lot of money to be made on New Year's Eve. Like you guys, you guys want to go pay for your bar tab? You guys pay for your bar tab? Fucking abs, dude. I, just, dude, lay the fuck. What what would a Bama UGA money line parlay be? Ooh, I'll probably give you like that. Plus, in like 10 probably seconds. like plus two hundred. Fucking smack it down. That's a fucking smackdown parlay. Right I wish. There. I wish it were plus two hundred. You said UGA Bama. Yeah. Try minus one ten. Money line parlay. Money line because well, because what are Bama's minus minus, 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 minus two sixty five and minus two forty five. Oh, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking Bama was probably gonna be like minus one sixty. I don't care. That is a fucking absolute cock hammer right there. I keep saying cock hammer. Yes, cock cock hammer. All right, yeah. Monday, New Year's Day, the day that uh, you this sucks. I have to go. I have to go back to work on Monday. Monday is not New Year's Day. Ooh. Monday is the second. Oh yeah, you're right. They're not doing New Year's Day because it's I will NFL Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Anyway, um, one two. I think we all unanimous. Don't have to talk too much. Mississippi State money line versus Illinois in honor. Yeah. In honor. Sorry, I'm trying to look up the the <laughs> actual line. Um, it was missing. No, it was I, Illinois minus two. As much as I would want to say Illinois here, um, there's no. They're gonna absolutely come out hammering. It's not even gonna be close. Are they like, gonna come out cock hammering? Cock hammering, according <laughs> to Jared. Um, I. It's tough, right? Like you know, I. I wish I could say that I hated Illinois. Like you, I went to Mizzou. But I, you know, you go to a college and you start to grow on them or whatever. Still love Mizzou over Illinois. As much as I don't want to bet against Illinois, you have to here. You have to. There's, there's no way around it. I bet on them. Early, I bet against them. Sorry, earlier this year when they played Indiana, and Indiana covered. I'm a bet on Mississippi State here again. 
Mississippi State's going to cover. One because yeah. they're underdogs. They're literally they're they're literally underdogs. I take a money line for the plus value. Uh-huh. I think they're just they have a heart on their sleeve. They're going to come out firing. They've got a lot to play for. Clearly, um, Illinois doesn't really necessarily have a lot to play for, other than the fact that this is probably their best season in fifteen plus years. I I, I don't know. That's that's all I'm going to leave it at. Heart game. Yeah, Heart game absolutely. Uh, the next game is one that I still don't know if we have a whole lot of insight on. It's Tulane versus USC, and I'm trying to look and see how we are with Caleb Williams' injury. That's a long time to recover, I'd say. If he, but is he? But he's because he said he was. Gonna, but he said he was going to play if he was healthy. Depends on how bad his injury is. Dude was banged up in that Pac-12 championship game. Like he was banged the fuck up. He was banged up, but what? I, but I don't know if it was like you know. Some like substantial injury, right? Like it says, Roto Wire. Yes, or five days ago, Kale Williams likely to play in bowl game. If he plays, USC minus two. All I think even if he doesn't play, USC's talent level over fucking Tulane is insane. Tulane is just a talent they have on their roster compared to where's Tulane even at, guys? Someone take a guess. It's in uh, New Orleans. Yeah. In, in Louisiana. All I got to say about this. They're the green wave. Young. They're the toxic BP oil spill green wave. <laughs> All I got to say about this game that I think, you know, we, we take stats aside. We just talked about a heart game is this game means so much more to Tulane than it does to USC. I guess the cotton bowl. When will they ever be in the cotton bowl again? Like when, when will Tulane ever be in the cotton ball. Yeah, there's you not even mentioned it does scream 2007 Boise State Oklahoma fucking right? Fiesta Bowl vibes. We just like we just, I, we just got fucked on our uh, on our bowl pick em, boys. Why? Oh no, what happened? Liberty wide receiver throws 67 yard touchdown pass to tie the game. It missed a two point conversion so Toledo's up by two with three minutes left. Sick. Sick. I had him in my you know what? I feel you. That's it is what it is. We were we were on a streak. We will lose one here and there. We're still gonna finish this bowl season plus. I'm calling it now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like Tulane's got so like this is this is their national championship right here, and it'll probably be the closest they ever get to it. And so, if especially if Caleb Williams doesn't play now, if he does, changes my mind a little bit. But if he doesn't play. They just have so much more to play for. I, I could be wrong. USC could go out and they could hammer the shit out of them, but it's almost why I want to stay away from it. Yeah, I just I, – it's I'm, I'm not going to hammer it. I just find that it's going to be tough for me to kind of look at just like, you know, being an, a numbers guy and like just to stay away from the talent. Like USC gets, like Travis just said, it's like a Clemson. They get the fucking four- and five-star guys all the time. So even if Kalen Williams is not playing, even if their wide receiver one, wide receiver two, running back one's not playing – well, guess what? Running back two, wide receivers three and four, quarterback two are all four and five stars waiting in the wings, waiting for their opportunity to prove something. So uh, it's just if, if it was like seven or eight points, then I might lean two lane. But if it's fucking two, I'm taking USC all day. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, two more games left LSU, Purdue. Um, LSU. It's so minus bad. 10 and a half. No, it's uh, minus I'm 14 taking Purdue. right now. I'm taking Purdue plus 14. They, uh, uh, they got dogs. They, they, they also got Drew Brees coaching now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's but, a plus. You, know, you laugh all you want. 
no, 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 yeah. no. I, I agree. I'm just saying, well, is he coaching the bowl game though? He is like, he's an assistant coach. Well, I know he wasn't the head coach, but I'm saying like they brought him in just for the bowl game. Uh-huh. Like I well, didn't know he's you gonna could be start a coach next year. No, no, no. I know, yeah. but I didn't know you could like start right away. Usually, know. if you're like transferring as a coach, you wouldn't. But since he wasn't coaching yeah. anywhere else, yeah. But either way, like it's just 14 so big. Like that is it such a eight. large spread. When I had it on my sheet, but yeah, I, mean, I don't know if something just came out and maybe somebody's not playing. But... Ooh, I didn't know this. Aiden O'Connell opted out. Who's that? The quarterback oh, for Purdue. Quarterback. That's exactly why it jumped to 14. So I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I might have to look into it a little bit more. I didn't know he was Stay opting away. out. Well, uh, we'll, 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 you'll find out your pick on uh, Monday. What's the, what's the exactly. What's the exactly. over under? What's the over under? It is. It is because I feel like I said that a little far away from the mic. Um, 56. Maybe under. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Maybe, but LSU does put up a lot of points, but Purdue's defense has been pretty good this year. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If if you have a spread that big and LSU gets up big early, they're going to coast and cruise and not going to want to score anymore. If their quarterback's not playing, then I don't know. Just a thought. Throw it out there. Just thought. Just thought. Um, next game: Penn State, Utah. Uh, Utah minus two and a half. This is one I love. It's Cam Rising uh, playing. Utah, Cam uh, Dalton Dalton Kincaid isn't playing. They they're missing a few. Doesn't guys matter. Too. If Cam Rising's playing, Dalton Kincaid, like while he is good, he's not like the heart and soul of their offense. This Utah Dalton defense Sean, is next level. gives off major and fucking Gardner Minshew vibes. <laughs> well, and Doesn't Sean he? Clifford's not some overwhelmingly impressive quarterback for Penn State, so and they don't they don't have an overwhelming offense to me in general. Penn State doesn't. Their defense is solid, but over under fifty two. Penn State's been cheeks all year. I'll, if if Cam Cam Rising's playing and you know Utah's only missing a few pieces, I, and also Utah's coach, who is it again? He always he always gets his team up to play every single fucking time. Um, and to add to it, Penn State's corner, one of the nation's best cover corners, opted out. So that's pretty. He's likely a first round draft pick. They're saying. Well, there so you have like it, that. Folks. Like that, Utah minus two and a half. There we have it. We're going to take a piss break and then do our movie character draft. In did I really? Five, mm-hmm. four, did me too. Three, two. I know you see. For those listening, I did the countdown like I Carly, <laughs> and Travis just kept going. Hey, I went right into it. All right. 
Chris's movie character draft. I I barely squeaked out the last one. Barely. It was it should not have been that close. By two votes, I beat Jarrett. Mine was horrible. I again, we talked about movies. Yeah, already. Ethan yeah. lost by like twelve. So we're gonna go pick your spot based on based on where your position is. Um, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm I I like picking in the two spot. So I'm gonna go two hole. Okay, Jarrett. You want the one or the three? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna risk it. Take the one because I feel like that. This is no knock to you guys, but I feel like you guys are gonna pick the same people I'm gonna pick. So I feel comfortable like having four more picks. That comes back to me. Oh, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. All right, Ethan, that leaves you with the three. So we're going to lead off the Christmas movie character draft. Jarrett, and you can explain why your pick is what it is. It could be how uh, well he pick. plays the role. It could be that he's just funny. Yeah. You got? So my, mine's a fucking easy one. I think this, is, this should be everyone's consistent number one overall pick. It's Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. I mean – it wasn't no, mine, but I like it. Don't Cousin Eddie, it's, it's <laughs> underrated. I think when I think of it now, it's like a it's a no brainer. But so, shitter's full, shitter's full guy. That's 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 who it is. Ethan. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You serious yeah. Clark? Yeah, you serious yeah. Clark? My my son literally wore a onesie yesterday. and said, "You serious Clark?" So yeah, because like because like Eddie's an all time go to character. So that's my number one overall pick. Uh, I think I don't know if Who's, I'm reaching here. But I got to go with Buddy the Elf. I wouldn't call it a reach. I think that's a good character to pick. Will Ferrell pick not, even, such a good not, part not even on my top ten. Okay. That's he would have been in my question. top five, so. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, just quotable. Hilarious. Yeah. All right. For sure. Ethan. Um, as far as characters who play their role really well, Jim Carrey's the Grinch. Oh my! I won third overall pick, and, and I couldn't go with just the Grinch in general because even though the cartoon oh. version is really good, Jim Carrey's version of the Grinch is so funny, and it's such a good role in that movie. So dinner with All myself, right. I can't cancel that again. <laughs> All right, Ethan. Exactly. Oh shit! I got back, back to back. back. That's right. All right, I'm gonna throw a. Uh, no, I'm not actually. I like this as my my two overall. I have to go with uh, Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Great fucking pick. Um, great, great movies. Great character. Obviously, the main character and plays it really well. Um, good old what's his face that I can't think of his actual name off the Macaulay top of my head. Thank Culkin. you, Macaulay Culkin. Um, yeah, just classic, classic Christmas movie. Classic Christmas character. You could have went with Harry or uh, what's his face, the Mars. But yeah, thank you. Um, but I had to go with Kevin. Um, we're great, great pick. I'm gonna go with this before it gets stolen because I think this is hands down one of the funniest, one of the funniest underrated. I, don't, I bet Ethan hasn't seen this. It is Billy Bob Thornton from Bad Santa. Mm-hmm. God damn it! That was on my list. Was it, yep. dude? Yep. I mean, Willie. God damn it, Willie! It's Granny <laughs> Spry. <laughs> God damn it, kid! What's up with you and the fucking sandwiches? <laughs> Thurman Merman. <laughs> Oh, but no, hilarious. Every time I think of Advent Calendar, I think of that movie. So brings back good ones. All right. Y'all, I mean, y'all are going to let me do it. You're going to let me get my top two, which I, th- I thought this would happen. I thought this would happen. <laughs> Clark Clark Griswold. I mean, easy, yeah. fucking, easy fucking pick there. 
Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> uh, classic fucking classic character. And then my next pick, this is actually, you're going to let me get my top three. This is another three on my list. Uh, Tim Allen, Santa Claus. I hate Santa Claus. I, oh. I'm not a huge Santa Claus fan, but Ashley thinks I'm character. crazy. Yeah, you are. You I are hate crazy. Tim Allen. What? What? I don't. I, okay, not as a person. I just think his acting is just meh. I don't like Santa Claus. Ashley's watching it right now upstairs. By the way, I just there's by. three of them, and they just made a fucking show. I can't. The one I haven't, I haven't had to watch any any Christmas movies. I can't wait to do it because I'm gonna do it over the next few days. And Santa Claus is gonna be on my list. Great. Whenever whenever they started the whole Robo Santa thing, and what was that Santa Claus two? I was like, this is over the when, top with with Martin Martin Shorts, the bad guy. Yeah. Over the top. Oh, man. You guys put me in a pickle. Trying to think. Man. Hang on. Nah, <laughs> I was I was too busy caught up in the conversation instead of thinking of my next one. Christmas movies. I don't want to get skipped here. You guys all have yours next and ready to go? Nope, yep. you go. I'm, we can take as long <laughs> as you need. Um, I don't want to We're going in order. Maybe some Christmas movies for you. <laughs> I have them in my. I'm thinking of like good characters, like ones that are like iconic. I, I, I'm gonna say it right now. I, I think Christmas Story is overrated. There's uh, one character in that movie that makes it worth it, but it is overrated. There's one the dad. Person. Yes. <laughs> um. Because I'm thinking main characters and I'm getting thrown off. I don't know. Ralphie's a pretty good character in Christmas Story. But... I do, Travis. I do want. I do want to watch the new. Like they made like a follow up where Ralphie's a, a, a dad now. It's it's on HBO Max. Really? It's called, yeah, Ralphie's a dad. He's like, I want to make Christmas like my dad made it, and apparently it just goes totally. It's just like kind of like Christmas vacation in a way. But yeah, Ralphie, the same kid that played Ralphie, is is, is the dad. All right. Like, well, I'm thinking of good Christmas movies, and I'm like, good characters. Like, I love Four Christmases, but none of the characters in there, like, make me jump off the wall. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I don't want to give away any of my picks. I'll go, I'll go, uh, in your in the on can I do a duo? Can I do a duo? I'm just gonna, can I just do this? You want to do Harry and fucking what's his face? (laughs) Yeah, sticky bandits. The, the wet bandits turn to sticky bandits. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I was thinking of that, and I was like, who can I? Who else can I think of? But that's what I got to go with. Also that's underrated, not on my list, the, the fucking pigeon lady from Home Alone Two. <laughs> what a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Oh, uh, that's good. Back to backs. Oh, I got back to backs. That's tough. Um, I think I feel like I have to do it. Um. It's not going to be a popular one, but I love this movie. Um, classic movie. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But I'm not picking Rudolph. I'm not picking the fucking elf, whatever his name. He wants to be a dentist, which is a hilarious line, by the way. He's like, I want to be a dentist. And then the dude's like, why aren't you at elf practice? Super funny line. I don't know. It's a classic movie. <laughs> I'm taking Yukon Cornelius, the fucking yes. frontier guy who fucking has his pickaxe and he licks it and he's like, nothing. <laughs> such a it's, it's a funny character for a movie that's really a hit or miss but 
um, classic Christmas movie in general. Yukon Cornelius at my fun fact, overall pick, I guess. They made uh, Travis and I used to go to this brew fest every year at well, you know, Crown Valley Brewing, Ethan. Uh, the yep. one year, yep. I think the first year that Travis went, they their name of their brew that year was Yukon Cornelius. It was the, it was the name of it. So, yeah. nice fun fact. Fun All fact, right. and then You're I have the next one. Um, this is a movie that I'm surprised that I have seen. Um, but I, I have to pick a classic one because I feel like I haven't gone with a classic character yet. Um, and it is fucking, and well, now I'm blanking on his name. Oh, George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Super, super old movie. Um, but classic character. Every time classic the bell movie. rings, an angel gets his wings. Great movie. <laughs> you, you have to pick a, you have to pick a character from It's a Wonderful Life. Solid. If we would have left somebody off of one of the, our lists, had to pick it. Um, in that case, if we're going classic, I'm gonna go Charlie Brown. Ooh, Charlie Brown. I didn't Christmas. even think about it. That's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Charlie Brown. Charlie. All right, I'm gonna go back to back to round out my top five. I am gonna pick Mr. Parker slash the old man from A Christmas Story. Uh, I think he's the best character in that show. Whenever Ralphie says the f word, he just gets in the car, has to shove the bars <laughs> open his mouth, and gets home. It's hilarious. Um, and then Travis will be mad about this one. I'm going to pick Myron Larrabee, Sinbad's character from Jingle All the Way. Mm. He's a fu- <laughs> fucking all-time villain trying to get Terrible Man over Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was just hilarious. So got to go with Myron uh, Larrabee. See, I love that. If we if we did movies, I have movies on deck. but like, yeah. And I love that movie, but I'm like, who's just like the best character from that movie? Mailman, I guess, would, would be it. <laughs> the mailman, I guess, would be it. <sighs> I hate this. You guys really mean the pickle on who to pick. I, I've got a I've got a couple really hey, good. Hey, speaking 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 of pickles. Speaking of pickles, Travis. Wooden pickle. The silence is very loud. <laughs> wooden pickle. He makes he makes a wooden pickle in the movie. I wouldn't know. From Jingle All the Way? No, you no, no. Different but he already picked the character from this movie. Oh. He makes it makes a wooden pickle, cuts himself, gets blood all over it. I know what you're talking about. I don't know who it is. It's a fucking kid, bro. You just, you said you said his name. Sturman Merman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go. Him, I'm gonna go Thurman Merman. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. This is bad on my part. I mine was horrible. I have, yeah. I have down, two. Down I have two to round it out, but I've got to obviously pick one. Um, I'm gonna go non-traditional, a movie that may not even be considered a Christmas movie. Oh, it boy. might be more. It might be more considered. No, Bruce I'm not Willis. going with John McClane. Um, <laughs> it is not Die Hard. It is a movie that people might consider more a Halloween movie. Jack and Skellington. I, and I do, but it's Jack Skellington. Um, great character. I have to go with it, though, because it's such a good character. And people do think it's a Christmas movie. Some people watch it at Christmas. Um, is, my honorable mention, if we're going to bring up a couple of them, have, I'll start I've with one mine. Too. Yeah, because it was my either-or choice for my fifth pick, is Ebenezer Scrooge um, from A Christmas Carol. Such a good movie. Jim- 
Um, Jim, Jim Jim Carrey's version. Jim Carrey has a version of a Christmas Carol. Yes. Gotta look that up. No, it was like the classic version, like the long time did you ago. Know that? Um, I did pretty not sure, know that. Sure. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy, right? I, I don't think so. Let's look it up. Yep. Yes, he was. I hated the 2022 this version of this film. Um. Anyway, uh, my my I don't mention I was down between this and Meyer and Larrabee. The reason why I didn't pick this guy because I already have two characters from this movie. It's Uncle Lewis from fucking uh, Crucifixion. The blessing. <laughs> you were gonna pick three Christmas Vacation characters. That's why. I, that's why I, I literally just said that's why I didn't pick him. He also has a quotable line that says, "I can hear that funny squeaking sound. You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin factory." <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's the best, probably the best Christmas movie there is out there. I just I I love. There's so many Christmas movies that I love, but just picking a character from a movie. I don't know. Didn't like it. Hated this draft. These guys twisted my arm into this. <laughs> oh, also, oh, Jared, yeah. yeah they, go ahead. They have the 1984 Christmas Carol version with George Scott. Um, the 2009 Christmas Carol version with fucking Jim Carrey. And then they're coming out with one this year with the dude who played the Beast. No, no, no. Sorry. Gaston in the live action Beauty and the Beast remake. Same guys Didn't playing Ebenezer Scrooge. So haven't, I haven't see seen it. Don't know if I will see it, but yeah. three of them in 20 years, 30 years. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, that's going to do it for episode 188. Mm-hmm. Travis got his ass up in that, in that draft. Uh, just dominated top to bottom. Um, it's okay. <laughs> we'll see because I, uh, well, let's people decide. I, I dominated the last one and, and Jerry, it was a close race, even though there were handfuls of people saying that I had the 85 Bears uh, draft pick from the. And that's uh, why it's fair, because Travis probably won this past, or he did win this past draft. I think I won the draft before. Jarrett won the draft before that. Now it's going to be a toss up. We just, we rotate. It's a nice, even matchup. Yeah. It would just be nice if I had, if I had. People in mind. In in theory, I thought that there was a good amount of characters, and then there wasn't when it came down to it. I have an idea. So for the Super Bowl week, I'm so we can we can do another another one before Super Bowl week because I think I think these traps are fun. But for Super Bowl week, like we always talk about the game and like props and stuff if they're out, we could do Super Bowl teams draft. We could do that, and then before that, because we've done a sports a sports. Um, Movie, movies. We can do a sports TV character draft. And there are a lot of them. There are a lot, a lot of them. The, I will. The only problem with your Super Bowl teams draft is that we've seen probably <laughs> we would probably know and be able to witness and rank them probably about 30 percent of them. That's yeah. true. That's just true. <laughs> We can figure something out for the Super Bowl. I mean, maybe like there's a good thought. The people would be like, "Oh, you forgot the fucking 1974 Minnesota Vikings." Like, dude, come on. I don't think they're. Were they even a team then? I I gotta look. Probably just a thought. Okay, (laughs) 1974 Minnesota Vikings. They actually were good. They won the division that year. See, we gotta look this up. 
they, they won lost, the Super Bowl. They lost Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, it was the Minnesota Mirror? No, that was fucking Saints. Was that the um, Immaculate Reception year by chance with the oh, Steelers? It might have been. It, it was 16 to no, because the game was 16 to 6. Super Bowl was. Immaculate Reception. They, yeah, they went 10 and 4, won first place in the division, beat the Cardinals, beat the St. Louis Cardinals in the first round of the playoffs. Then they beat the uh, Los Angeles Rams in the NFC Championship game. The immaculate reception was seventy-two. And then the Steelers—they beat the Steelers. They lost Steelers in Super Bowl nine. So Travis wasn't too far off from the nineteen seventy-four Vikings. And they—they they ran through two. See how could you forget current them? or future St. Louis teams to get there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, if you've made it this far, hope you enjoyed. Uh, keep writing our picks, even though we we finally hit a hit a wall by a half point. Um, have a merry Christmas or Hanukkah, whichever one you celebrate, and happy New Year. All right, happy merry Christmas, everybody. See ya. Happy merry Christmas. Happy merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> merry Chrysler. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 